0: I'm Jordan Rayner, and this is The Word Before Work. Today, we're reading from James 4, 13 through 16. Here's what it says. Now, listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. Again, that was James 4, verses 13 through 16. As we've seen throughout this series, planning is a good God-honoring thing to do. But today's passage reminds us that planning without recognizing our ultimate lack of control over our plans is arrogant and evil. Guys, I've had to repent of this sin quite a bit recently. A friend of mine was asking me what I've been working on and I said, quote, oh, I'm working on a new book that'll come out in October of next year. That's a textbook example of, of the evil planning James is talking about. And my temptation is to do this, to boast arrogantly in my own plans all the time. What's the alternative? We don't have to wonder. James tells us in verse 15, quote, instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. If it is the Lord's will, I'll publish a book for you all next October. Why is this so important? Why is it so important that we articulate our lack of control over our plans? Beyond the fact that it's obedience to God's word, let me share three quick reasons. First, it keeps us open to how the Lord might alter our plans. If I view a plan as my plan that I'm ultimately in control of, I'm gonna hold that plan very tightly. But if I recognize that God alone is in control of my plan, I'm going to hold it a lot more loosely and I'm going to be much more attuned to how the Lord might be calling me to change course as I execute against that plan. Second, articulating our lack of control over our plans increases our reliance on the Lord for the results. It's a very practical way to remember the Lord, your God, and that it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth or bring your plans to fruition. See Deuteronomy chapter eight, verses 17 through 18. Finally, it gives us an opportunity to demonstrate our faith to others. I don't know about you, but I haven't heard a lot of people uttering Lord willing at the office. Not only does this phrase, this simple phrase, signify that you're a Christian, but at a deeper level, it communicates that you're humbling yourself and your plans before an Almighty God. Now listen, I know this sounds trite, and I know it can sound awkward, but here's my challenge for you today. I would challenge you to attach those two little words, Lord willing, to every single plan you articulate today. Lord willing, me and my team will finish that project by the end of this quarter. Lord willing, I plan on attending that conference coming up this December. Lord willing, we should be able to hit that revenue number by the end of this year. Verbalize today your ultimate lack of control over your plans and watch to see what the Lord does with your obedience and your humility. Today's devotional only scratches the surface of how God's Word connects to our work. If you want to go deeper, sign up for my free 20-day devotional called The Word Before Work Foundations at TWBWFoundations.com. These email devotionals, are designed to help you gain a rich understanding of the biblical narrative of work, how exactly your work matters for eternity, and what those truths mean for how we ought to work today. Sign up right now, again, totally free at TWVWfoundations.com.